She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. I'm Lisa Davis, along with Andrea Donsky. And when I was in college, I was working in this kind of hippy-dippy health food pizza place. And we made like cashew cheese. It was very progressive. I mean, this was the 80s. Yes, I just dated myself. But at any rate, (laughs) the reason I bring this up is I got a really bad burn and I remember the women working there brought me in an aloe plant. Now, I was 20 at the time, but somehow I had lived my whole life never knowing about the magic of aloe vera. And then years later, I saw some aloe vera in a liquid form at my mother's. And I thought, wow, this aloe vera is good for you externally and internally. It's pretty darn cool. So we are very excited to have Jack Brown with us. We're going to be talking about Lily of the Desert. Hello, Jack. Good afternoon. It's so great to have you on the show. I have to say, when they cut this plant right in front of me and squoze it and the stuff came out and my burn felt better, I thought, wow, is this like magic or voodoo or (laughs) what's going on? And then, like I said, I I saw my mother had some and I had no idea that there were internal benefits. So talk to us about this. Yeah, aloe's uh, kind of new to the market, if you will. It's only been around about 4,000 years. Uh, it oh, was first mentioned thousand. in Sumerian. Yeah, very new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was mentioned in Sumerian text about four thousand years ago. It's the bitter herb in the Bible. Uh, it um, was used uh, obviously by Cleopatra and Nefertiti as a uh, beauty because of the skin benefits. Alexander the Great conquered an island because it grew aloe on it. So it wow. has a lot of things that had has a whole rich histories. As you mentioned, it's sort of a miracle. It's really called uh, nature's miracle plant or nature's uh, medicine plant. It's got over 200 biologically active uh, components in it. There's not another plant or herb in natural products or in the world that has those kind of uh, benefits that, for the body. So it's been around a long time, and, and most people, to your point, most people perceive aloe as skin because it, it's helped them with sunburns, rashes, whatever, and they put it on their skin. And you, if you went to a street corner and you asked 100 people, 95 of them would say I, they, did, they knew you'd put it in your skin, but you didn't know you could drink it. But the world is becoming more aware of the internal benefits that aloe brings. And um, Lily's been doing this for over 40 years, and we have a lot of clinical tests on our products and that type of thing. And it really does help, uh, mainly now known as for digestive health, uh, immune benefits, uh, uh, bioavailability. There's a lot of things that aloe has and is really being touted more as science is sort of what I say is beginning to catch up to our forefathers for some of the things that they already knew. You know what I find interesting, Jack? We, my, my business partner here, he has really bad acid indigestion and acid reflux. And he, we were in our, you know, funny enough, we were at the office on Friday and he was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling an attack come on. And I had aloe mix and go on me and I gave him an aloe mix and go and literally within minutes it disappeared. And he is a huge huge proponent of taking aloe for acid reflux. What I'd love to know, and if you could tell our listeners, what is it about aloe that works so well on digestion, and especially people who have acid reflux? I'm kind of like your uh, co-worker there. When I came to work for Lily over 10 years ago, I was taking like three Nexium a day. And wow. because I had acid reflux so horribly, and of course you go to the doctor and that's what they prescribe. And of course the downside of all of those pharmaceuticals 
is they do uh, eliminate your acid reflux because they basically neutralize all the acids in your stomach and all your digestive acids, and so you're not able to digest your food. So you get a lot of side effects. Lily or an aloe balances your stomach acid naturally. It doesn't inhibit acid, um, the, the digestive acid that you, you have, but it, a lot of people, when they think they have acid reflux, they think, oh, I'm too acidic. Really, that's not the case. The case is, is that your stomach acids are out. You can have too low of a pH or too high of a pH, and that causes the acid reflux. But aloe, by its very nature, helps balance those stomach acids. It, it, it still maintains your digestive acids, but it doesn't allow it. It brings the pH back into level and you're not getting that regurgitation. And, and, of course, the other thing, if you were like me, you started to uh, damage your esophagus because of the acid reflux. Well, the acid, think of your internal skin as your external skin. The aloe going down is starting to heal that skin. And uh, so over time, I know this, when I was came to work here and I was on the Nexium Salon, um, the owner obviously said, you need to be taking this on a daily basis. And so I went with the stomach formula is what I used to get uh, off of it. A week later, I was off the next time. I haven't been back. And uh, every once in a while, when I have a little flare-up, I'll take some ass, you know, some aloe and move on. So it does have a lot of the benefits for heartburn and, and indigestion and certainly with uh, acid reflux. Yeah, that was my question, and you, you kind of answered it. But basically for people who, let's say, have acid reflux, is it something that's safe for them to take all the time, every single day, like you were saying, is it something they should take every time they eat or if they feel something coming on? The way I uh, accomplished it and what we recommend is people take a couple of ounces in the morning and a couple of ounces in the evening. Um, that way they're getting it, they, because a lot of people at night, especially, uh, they lay down and try to go to sleep, the acid reflux gets really bad. But if you do it that way, then it helps keep the stomach acids balanced the day round. We suggest, if you have this issue, that you try this for about 30 days. And mm-hmm. by then, you really, in the stomach form is what I'm really talking about, then you should have resolved your issue well before then, but to cover it for sure. And then just revert back to a daily routine of the normal uh, aloe that we have, our normal product. Um, so a couple ounces in the morning, a couple ounces in the evening is what we recommend on that uh, for that scenario. Well, here on Naturally Savvy, we are big on smoothies, and I love on your site, you have a spiced pumpkin smoothie. That's lilyofthedesert.com, and I actually made this for me and my daughter, and it was delicious, anything pumpkin. So I just think it's great that you can use the aloe vera juice in so many ways. Well, the good news about aloe, and I think this is important for your viewers, aloe aloe by its very nature is not a a drink that you just go, gosh, that's the best thing tasting thing I've ever had in my life. Uh, it has a, you know, a kind of a bitterness to it, and it's inherent or a vegetable taste to it. So a lot of people are concerned. They put it in smoothies. They put it in, of course, we brought about Mix and Go, and we have H2O now and some other things to get the aloe in a very nice flavor. But if you're talking about our core aloe products, by, in, by putting them with other things, like in a smoothie, uh, you get the you know able to take it and it's really good tasting because the smoothie tastes good, but you do not diminish the benefits. That's the thing about aloe. You can put it in other um, oh, areas or another other venues of taking it, and you and you do not lose any of the benefits of aloe. 
Wow. That's it. That's very interesting, Jack, because I didn't know that. Now, we have about less than a minute left of the show. What is the difference between gels, the gel versus the liquid? Is the gel something you can take internally as well as externally? Just a little bit of information about the type of products that you have. Yeah, we have, of course, a skin product that's a jelly. So that's what everybody knows. Then we have a gel and a juice to be taken internally. The gel has the same benefits as the juice. A lot of people, okay. it's truly a, cons- a consumer preference. A lot of people like the soothing effect of the gel as they take it down, as they ingest it. Some people just like the juice. To me, personally, the gel feels like a dead worm, so I take the juice. <laughs> but it's no difference in benefit. And I think that's the important thing. People think that there is, but there really isn't. Jack? You know I adore you, especially for your honesty. So that is awesome. All right. Well, you, I mean, first of all, for all of you who are listening, I've been working with Lily of the Desert for many, many years here at Naturally Savvy. We absolutely love them. And Jack, I am so appreciative of you for you coming on the show today because it's such an interesting topic and people love your aloe vera. So we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being on our show today. You can learn more at about Lily of the Desert at their website at lilyofthedesert.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at Lily of the Desert. I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take aloe vera and stay well. 